Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Bill Assistant Nation podcast. We are so glad you joined us. I'm excited for what today's conversation is going to bring. And I'm excited for all of you to meet Naomi Velez. Naomi, how are you today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I am great. It's good to hear your voice again. Uh, Naomi and I met each other as I was honored to speak at the Seattle Study Club meeting in El Paso with the uh, group that she oversees there as their coordinator. Uh, so thank you so much for having me, and thanks for taking a few minutes to be on today. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for your time. So tell me a little bit, or tell our audience, I should say, a little bit about you, and then I want to get into how you got into this role and what you love so much about being a dental assistant. Well, I have been a dental assistant for about 16 years now. Um, I started in a general office, and now I work for a periodontist who I've been with for 13 years. Um, actually loved dentistry since I was little, loved getting my teeth cleaned. And um, I thought of just taking that path, and I did. And I, I wanted to become a dental hygienist, but once I became a dental assistant, I don't think I ever looked back. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you mentioned starting in a general practice. Now, obviously, you're with specialists there, the periodontist. Tell me a little bit about that transition for you and what you love so much about that specialty practice where you're in now. You know, I loved dentistry in general, and when I was in general dentistry, we did a lot of like ortho, you know, root canals, dentures, things like that, and it was fun, but the minute I started working in a perio office, it was a different experience. Um, yes. Surgery is totally different than, you know, doing a filling or doing a crown. Um, as we call it in our office, we call it periodice. I mean everything to us we put a perfect implant in and we're like that's beautiful that's gorgeous and I come back to it saying like oh this is a passion that we have like you really have to love what you do um to continue to do what you do so um I think I'm really in love with perio I, I like I said I never looked back been there for 13 yeah. years and I continue to do this for many more years <laughs> did you fall in love with it immediately or was there a little bit of a learning curve for you you know, there's always a learning curve. Um, we never stop learning. Uh, the The minute, I guess, or that first week was pretty rough because perio is a whole different world. It's about your whole health. It's more, you know, educating the patient about what's going on. Um, of course, we rebuild, you know, people's jaws and teeth and implants and stuff like that. But the learning process from, you know, periodontal disease, you know, teaching everybody how it is also systemic. Um, love the education part. Love teaching my patients, you know, this is not just something that, you know, you're, you know, walking around with that you don't know about because most people don't know that they have perio. So the education part is very important to us. And I know one thing that you're passionate about as well is, is I know bi bilingual and there in El Paso, obviously, that's a, a very important skill to have. Uh, is that something that you would suggest to other dental assistants as well to add to their skill set? Definitely. Um, it helps to be bilingual. Um, of course, not everyone's bilingual in our office, but, you know, we we are a team and we work together. You know, the one that, you know, if there's a Spanish speaking patient, we definitely you know, kind of switch patients to make that patient comfortable. Um, but we make it work. But yes, I, I do believe it's um, recommended to be bilingual, but it's not a must. 
And I'll also ask you your piece of advice if, if there's a dental assistant out there who's thinking about getting into the periodontal side of things. What what advice would you give to him or her? Definitely, it is a learning curve, like you said, and it's going to take some time to um, learn everything about perio because it is totally different. But like I said, it's a love. It's a passion. Um, it's educating that patient. Um, and if they were to get into specialty, like in perio, um, they'd have to definitely love it. Okay. And and obviously, you know, passion is something I know you have, and I know you're also very passionate about what you do as a coordinator for the Thunderbird Study Club there. It's, a, it's an arm of the Seattle Study Club. Tell me about how you got involved with that. I'm very curious. So about... Five, six years ago, um, well, Dr. Fuel has been doing this for about, we're reaching our 20 years from for Seattle Study Club. Um, and he's had, you know, several coordinators and I kind of took the role on about five, six years ago. Um, I love the participation from all the, you know, dentists in El Paso. We have different specialties. We have ortho. Um, you know, endodontists, we have oral surgeons, and we all get together about, you know, once a month. And, you know, continuing education is always a must in dentistry. And um, when I got into it, I was kind of nervous about it. But it is a whole new group um, that you work with, you know, out throughout the year. And you have them grow. And they yep. help us grow. Um, Seattle Study Club is awesome. I have some Shepras that are great and they we reach out to one another and they help me, you know, build my schedule or whatever I need. And, you know, then we have these yearly symposium uh, meetings that are absolutely amazing um, with further continuing education. And, and what goes into being a coordinator? I mean, whenever I was with you in El Paso, I know you were you were handling a myriad of different tasks at that moment. Uh, so, so how do you kind of juggle everything that it takes to be, to be a court? Well, there is, it is a big role. Of course, we have to hire speakers. Um, our study club runs from September to May and we have to hire, you know, several speakers to fly down to, um, El Paso to come speak to our members. Um, so I definitely do that. I coordinate, you know, getting our schedules ready for the year and, um, Hire, you know, venues, food, you know, transportation. Um, it takes a big, you know, responsibility, but I absolutely love it. I think the event planning is something I was meant to do. Good. Now, can I juggling both, you know, surgical assistant and, you know, being a mother, you know, being a wife, everything. Um, it's possible, but I think once again, that passion comes in. I love doing it. So I think if, even if I didn't get paid for it, I'd be doing it. <laughs> and is that because your love of education, your love of just kind of the bringing everything together, or what is it that you love most about that? Yeah, I think it's it's satisfying to learn more because I sit in those classes too, and every year there's something new that we learn, and um, we never stop learning. So I, I do I I'm satisfied with the fact that. Every new speaker that comes in has something fresh, you know, something that's, you know, evolving or, you know, and then we're giving that to our members to learn more. 
and you know have that in they can add it to their practices and and i'll ask for advice again because i know i i always talk to dental assistants out there who want to expand their roles they want to expand their careers and whenever you and i first talked i was like i know a lot of assistants would love to know how you got into it and then how did they get into it as well or how do they start something like this with their area right so Seattle Study Club is obviously a worldwide study club. Um, they can, you know, have their dentist want to join. I think they pick one dentist per city, you know, that you can. And anybody can take the role on to the office manager, to the treatment coordinator, to an assistant, to a hygienist. There's um, many people that can take on that role. Um so, of course, they would have to contact Seattle Study Club and see if they would like to um, join. And then, of course, they, they help them, you know, come up with um, everything. There's mostly specialty, like oral surgeons, you know, periodontists. There are some general dentists out there that have their own clubs as well. And it helps them as a community to be one and I'm a, I'm a big believer that, you know, dental assistants do so many things during the day. And so it, it feels like with everything you have to do as a coordinator, there, there's almost that marriage of, of what you do during the day, as well as adding this on as well, just because you're juggling so many tasks. I mean, does it feel like that to you? It does. I mean, some days are, are you know, we're juggling things back and forth. I'm not always in front of my computer. I'm obviously assisting. Um, so, you know, when I, I do have those short breaks, I get in there, make sure I'm, everything's in order. Got my hotels, my flights, everything, you know, right now we're in a little break, you know, from June, um, June, July, and August. So it's kind of some free time and I get to organize everything and, you know, make sure I have everything together when the year starts. So you mentioned that, that you love to listen to the speakers and it's the education side of things. What's kind of that, that education nugget that you always like to learn more about? Is it a procedure? Is it practice management? What is it that you really love to, to really dive deep into? You know, I really loved yeah, the, the education of getting your team as a team. Okay. You know, a lot of people say, oh, you're staff. No, you're not a staff. It's the team. Right. And if you don't have the right team, you don't have the right flow. And to me, I love getting motivational speakers, you know, to try to get everybody together that this is our main in the beginning of the year, in the end of the year, I do have what we call team appreciation meetings. Um, and those team appreciation meetings help the group, you know, as one group, you know, get along, talk to each other. What can we improve in the office to make us flow as one team? Um, I love that. And I love when the team members interact with each other because majority of the time you're spending most of your day with them. Right. And you have to get along. You have to learn, you know, to communicate uh, front office, back office. Um, those types of things are important. And when I have speakers come and mention how important team is, you know, people really listen. And that's good. You know, I, it was such a receptive audience when I was there and, and, you know, the, the team aspect, it, it, just judging from the offices that were there, it felt like so many in the El Paso area got the concept of how important team members are to the success of their practices. And that's what the Seattle Study Club does, our club. 
Thunderbird Study Club, you know, we like bringing everybody together. And when we bring everybody together, they have fun. And that's what it's about, too. You know, communication, you know, mingling with people, um, you know, other offices. That way you get to know them. So when you're on the phone with them, you know their faces. And you just don't hear their voice. You actually put, you know, their face to their voice. Absolutely. And and one last thing I want to bring up with you is is I know you believe strongly in the, the power of individual education, but I also know that you believe kind of everybody on the team should hear the same message as well. That way, you know, you all are moving forward together. Am I right? Correct. Yes. I um, definitely believe in that. We all want to move um, up the mountain as one. And um, when one struggles, we try to bring them up with us because we don't want anybody falling behind. It's like we said, we have lots of new people that come in and, you know, they get discouraged, but we want to make sure they grow with us. Well, I know, you know, as I mentioned, I know I, I've heard from so many assistants who say, I'd love to do something like that. I think that would be really cool to add to my resume to help expand my career. And so I, Naomi, if you don't mind, is there a way that our assistants could reach out to you to kind of pick your brain about how you did it and, you know, maybe follow in your footsteps in other parts of the country as well? I think definitely. Um, of course, their doctor would have to be, you know, the main person to, you know, connect with Seattle Study Club. And of course, if they end up doing that, I am more than welcome to lead them Um you know, in the direction or give them advice or whatever. How did I do it? You know, how did I organize everything on my part? Because every coordinator has their own way of doing it. Um, I have my specific organization that I do to make sure that everything is done correctly. Um, but I'm more than welcome to help anybody or advice to see how they can get into it. Is email best or, or how email, would you? Yeah, probably my email would be best um, to reach out to me. And that would be great. Um, and then I can reach out to them and see what their interests are. And then I can even, you know, help them get involved with the Seattle Study Club. Um, I'm sure they're always looking for new clubs out there to, you know, join. Um, it's like one big whole family. So um, I'm sure they'll be happy to have whoever would like to join. Well, I, I always love seeing assistants who are not only passionate about what they do, but they're always uh, pushing the boundaries as well uh, to, to not only expand their career, but to love what they do more. And Naomi, that was the thing that as you and I got to know each other that stood out to me so much about you. So thanks for taking a few minutes today to kind of chat about your experiences and uh, give some advice. You're welcome. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. And thanks to all of you who've listened to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. Hey, if you like what you hear, Absolutely. Put it into use. Put it into your career. And make sure that you're telling other people about this podcast. Make sure that you're giving us five stars, whether you're hearing this on Amazon or Google or CastBox or wherever you get your podcasts. We want to make sure that we're giving you the best information possible. So until next time, Kevin Henry, the host of the Dell Assistant Nation podcast, wishing you nothing but success ahead. <laughs>